I want to start by sharing a true story about the year 2003-2004 in Nigeria. I was invited to, to preach in an Anglican church, which was not my primary place of um, priestly pastoral work. So this church is St. Mark's Anglican Church. And during my preaching, in my, during my sermon, I mentioned to the congregation that they can trust God to heal their bodies. I encouraged them that right there in the service, God could heal them from any pain, any sickness, any disease, because Jesus Christ demonstrated that in the Gospels, and that Jesus still heals. After my sermon, before I went back to my seat, I offered a short prayer over the congregation for God to touch their bodies wherever they are pained or sick or diseased and for them to be healed. After the service, a woman came up to me and said, Pastor, you know, when you are praying after your sermon for healing, I felt something by my waist. There was a cracking noise, something like cock, and that the severe pain that I have had on my waist for a long time, all of a sudden just disappeared, and the pain left my body. It's no longer there. And I told her, praise the Lord. God has healed you. Today, we see David wanting to build a house for God. And the prophet Nathan gave him a go-ahead. And then the prophet Nathan came back with a message from God to David, telling David that he will not be the one to build the house of God. Rather, his son that will come after him will be the one to build the house for God. And then God told David through Nathan that I will build you a house. God says to David, I will build you, David, a house. And then God also promised David, your son that will sit on your throne I will establish him forever. I will establish his kingdom forever. So today, we don't see the son of David on a throne established forever in Israel. Historically speaking, David's dynasty and kingdom was wiped away. The temple that Solomon, David's son, built was also wiped away. And today, when we look at Israel, we don't, we don't see any throne, any son of David reigning there forever over the world, like God promised David. What I think from my understanding of the scripture and from what I have heard and read from other 
writers is that the son that God promised David is Jesus Christ. You see, the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew and the gospel of Mark try to explain to us that Jesus Christ, the son of Joseph and Mary, is the son of David by narrating or analyzing the genealogy from which Jesus came or from which Joseph and Mary came. So both Matthew and Luke gave us that idea that Jesus Christ, the son of Joseph and Mary, is the son of David. And so it appears that God's promise to David was actually a prophecy of what he was going to do in the future through his own son, Jesus Christ, coming from the line and lineage of David. So God has fulfilled that promise to David through his own son, Jesus Christ, who is glorified at the right hand of God and who, according to prophecy, will come back someday to establish a kingdom that will last forever. That's what I think God was referring to when he promised David a son who will reign on his throne forever. What about the house that God promised to build for David? It couldn't have been the temple of Solomon, but because that is wiped away. Again, what I think from my understanding of Scripture and from what I've read from other authors, the house which God promised David seemed to be the church. Remember, Jesus Christ said to Peter, one day, you are the rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overcome it. Jesus says, I will build my church. Today, um, erroneously, when we talk about the church, what we refer to ordinarily is the building. So you hear us say, um, service is going on in the nave, you know, the big church. So what we mean by the big church is the big building, <laughs> you know. But that's not really correct. Jesus said, I will build my church. He wasn't referring to a building or a denomination. He was referring to the people, those who will Believe in him, those who will follow him. He was referring to you and I who have come to believe in him. We are the church. You are the church. I am the church. So when God told David, I will build you a house, God was actually, in my own thinking, referring to the church. And God did that through Jesus Christ, his son. So God has built his church, and God is still building his church. Or God has built his house, and is still building his house. You are the house of God. I am the house of God. Because you and I have come to believe in Christ, the son of God, and Christ 
is the one who is building us up as the church. So you see, God has fulfilled his promise to David to give him a son who will reign forever. That son is Jesus Christ, the son of God. To build him a house. That house is the church, you and I and all believers in this earth and those who have died and gone to heaven. That's the church. Now, when we come to the Gospels today, we see Jesus coming to the town of Gennesaret. And we see the people of Gennesaret, when they heard that Jesus was in town, they all flocked to Jesus and they brought their sick folks, sick ones. And then they begged Jesus to please touch just the hem of his garment so that they could be healed from their sicknesses, their pains, their diseases. And we are, we are told that as many as touched the hem of Jesus, they were all healed. But before then, we were told that Jesus saw the people and he had compassion on them, for they were like sheep without shepherd. Why did Jesus heal people? Why did Jesus heal sick bodies? I don't think it's because he wanted to show that he has power. I don't think that it's because he wants to prove that he is the Son of God. We were told that he had compassion on them. I think that it's because Jesus sees us humans as the house of God. God, I think, originally created humans as a house, a place for him to live in by his spirit. St. Paul, the apostle, tells us in the book of Corinthians that don't you know that your bodies are the temple of the living God and that his spirit dwells in you? So you see, the house that God promised David is to build people. That was God's original plan from the beginning. But the serpent, Satan, came into the garden and disrupted the plan of God by bringing sin into human bodies. And because of sin, sin corrupted the world through human activities. And human bad or wrong activities brought about sicknesses and diseases and infection and pain. That's why today we hear about climate change, air pollution, environment pollution. Because of the wrong activities of humankind as a result of the fall of sin, our bodies have been affected with sin and sickness and disease and pain. And so when Jesus saw people, he saw the house of God, supposedly to be occupied by the Spirit of God. But this house of God is now being afflicted by sickness and disease and pain. And Jesus had compassion on people, on the humans, and then he healed them. 
He healed the sicknesses, the disease and the pain. Jesus was cleansing the body, the house of God. Today, Jesus is still looking at all of us, you and I, with compassion. He's still looking at our bodies. And he's still interested to heal us from the sin, the sickness, the disease, the pain that the serpent, Satan, has brought upon us. The people came to Jesus. They pleaded, let us touch the hem of your garment so we could be healed. They did, and they were healed. Today, if only you will also, in your imagination, reach out this morning to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. I want to believe that you could be healed from the pain in your body, from the sickness in your body, from the disease in your body. It doesn't matter what it is. Thank God for the doctors and the nurses and scientists and researchers. They've done a lot to take good care of our bodies, to heal sickness and disease and pain. They are walking with Jesus. They are doing the same work with Jesus, helping to take care of the house of God, the bodies of humankind. But that does not mean that they have replaced Jesus, who is the healer. No, doctors and science and medicine have not stopped Jesus, the healer, from healing the house of God, the bodies of his people. Jesus still heals. The scripture says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. If he healed yesterday, 2,000 years ago, Jesus still heals today. God made us humans made our bodies as his house where he wants to come and dwell by his spirit. Jesus has made that happen today. The Holy Spirit has come and as many of us as have opened ourselves to Christ to trust in him and to serve him, the Holy Spirit is inside us, the house of God. But I point you to the communion table. Have you thought of that before? That when you come to this communion table, when you take the body and you take the wine, has it occurred to you that you are touching Jesus Christ? You are touching his body. Like the people said, let us touch the hem of your garment and be healed. And they were healed. Do you think as you come to this table this morning, as you take the wine and the bread, the body and the blood of Christ, do you think you could be healed? You can be healed? Do you think if you say like the people, Lord Jesus, as I touch your body, as I receive the elements of your body and blood, Lord Jesus, please heal me. Take this pain from me. Heal this body. Take the sickness from me. 
Do you think Jesus will do that? I think so. Why don't you try it this morning? Like the woman I told you about. When I prayed in that church, St. Mark's Anglican Church, she met me after the service. Pastor, when you prayed that prayer, my back cracked. And the pain that I've been having for a long time just disappeared. And I said, praise the Lord. God has healed you. Can we try that this morning? Can you just release your faith? Can you pray this prayer with me before I go back to my seat? Either silently or loud. Can you say with me as we pray? Let us pray. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. By faith, I touch the hem of your garment. Please heal me. Heal my body. My body is the house of God. Jesus, as I touch you this morning, through the Holy Communion, the body and blood, Lord Jesus, let me be healed from this pain, from this sickness, from this disease. Please help my unbelief. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I pray for you this morning in the name of Jesus. Be healed in your bodies. I pray that the serpent, Satan, stop his affliction of sickness and pain in your body and that he get out of your body, take off his hands and stop his activities. Be healed. In Jesus' name, amen.